All right, hello everybody. Let me know if you can hear me okay. I had to go over again to our website and to make sure that I embedded the code because I got some people watching from the website and some people watching from Facebook. So if somebody can give me a mic check, I'd appreciate it. Make sure you can hear me. Make sure you can see this around me, all that good stuff. That would help me greatly if you just give me a little shout out and then we'll get started out. All right, everything sounding good out there for you? Ever trust everybody had a great day today? Somebody could just let me know if I'm coming through on the audio. That would be great. I'd appreciate it. And then we'll get started. As you can see here, we got a little, we got to order a service. I'm going to go through real quick. We're going to do a, just want to welcome everybody into the live stream of Faith Baptist Church and these unusual days in which we're living and give us a, um, give us a, okay, I'm looking through your comments. Are we good on the sound? All right, sounds good. Thank you so much. All right, we'll go ahead and jump right in. I just want to make sure of that because if not, people get to fussing and if you can't hear me, that kind of defeats the purpose. All right, appreciate all that. All right, so uh, anyway, just want to welcome everybody to the live stream, Faith Baptist Bassett. We also have a uh, streaming from the website. Also, boy, this is a lot of work. If somebody thinking the pastor's got a vacation, I've never worked so hard in my life to do these things. I've been on the computer all day uh, doing these uh, the technology and all those type of things. And so we're looking forward to what the Lord has for us tonight. Thanks so much for joining us. And we'll jump right into it. Uh, you know, we live in unusual days, and the people know, as um, where I'm your pastor, know that I'm a realist, and I will be honest with you and and kind of tell you what's uh, going on and things like that. And I just want to say tonight, not as a way of discouragement, but a way as a reality in order to prepare yourself uh, for this, uh, what I believe is to come. I do want you, and be talking about that tonight in the sermon, I do want you to prepare yourselves that I know tomorrow the governor of Virginia is going to make a statement regarding the public school system, which I anticipate they'll be out the rest of the year. And then also I believe that, of course, will impact us as a church. And so we may have to get used to this way of living for a while and so I just want to, I don't want to hear that. I don't like the sound of that, but we're going to make the best of it. And God's going to get it, uh, get us through all this. And we're going to just be, we're going to be all right. Okay. But I do want to kind of put that out there. I want you to prepare yourself. Uh, I'll just go ahead and throw that out there. And that way you will be prepared and ready. And so when that news uh, rolls out tomorrow, you, you already kind of, um, have an idea and it won't be so uh, blunt, I guess. Uh, but anyway, that's kind of where we live uh, today, but we're going to trust the Lord and everything will be all right. Okay. And we're going to talk about, we're going to go to my sermon here in just a minute. And I want to jump right into that. And then as we're going through here, Liana is uh, behind me on the other side of the screen on her computer as well, reading your comments and to make sure nothing's going on with the audio or the video. If there is, just be sure to let her know in the comments. Uh, I'm not going to view the comments until the end because it's kind of distracting uh, for me. Too many things going on at one time. And I want to look directly into the camera where you are. 
and talk directly to you. All right, so let's look at our message I want to share with you tonight, because I don't want to be long-winded. We've looked at the order of service. In the end, I'll be taking questions and comments uh, and or criticism. So if you have something you'd like to share at the end, feel free to stick around and we can discuss something. You can ask questions if you like, however you'd like to do that. All right, so let's look at our uh, sermon outline tonight. We'll just transition over here. And it probably, see, we're going to be in the little, the little uh, minor prophet book of Haggai. And probably if you're not careful, it would take you the entire uh, live stream to find that those verses. So I've put this up there for you. A good thing about this is many people will be viewing it by DVD later and it'll be placed on uh, YouTube later. And so you can look back and study. I just don't have the time on this live stream to share everything, a little different setup, but I do want to read the word of God to you and Haggai and kind of bring it out and encourage you on something. I believe that will happen as soon as tomorrow. And I want you to be ready. Okay, the Bible says in Haggai chapter 2, again, you can listen and look it up later. It says, In the seventh month, in the twentieth day of the month, came the word of the Lord by the prophet Haggai, saying, Speak now to Zerubbabel, the son of Shitiel, governor of Judah, and to Joshua, the son of Josedek, the high priest, and to the residue of the people. I love King James Bible language, don't you? The residue of the people, men, the remnant of the people. Uh, these are the ones that came back from the 70-year Babylonian Assyrian captivity. And he asked the question in verse 3, Who is left among you that saw this house in her first glory? Referring to the second temple, which is Zerubbabel's temple. And how do you see it now? Is it not in your eyes in comparison as of nothing? Now, no, when they were they were doing something that if you want to get discouraged, it's what you need to do. Compare yourself to other people. Compare yourself to other churches. Compare yourself to others. And I guarantee you one thing, you're going to get discouraged real quick. But it says, Yet now be strong, O Zerubbabel, saith the Lord. Uh, be strong, O Joshua, son of Josedek, the high priest. And be strong, all ye people of the land, saith the Lord. And work, for I am the for I am with you, saith the Lord of hosts. I want to talk to you about that. I'm going to switch my camera angle here because I want to spend some time and talk to you about that here. I'm going to switch around to my GoPro, and I can take another angle here and want to talk to you about that just here a minute. Try to make it more interesting by switching camera angles, and and then, too, you, you know I'm, I'm kind of a nerd like that. Okay, but I want to share this with you. I want to read this. Uh, just a couple years ago, I was in the hospital, and I'm telling you, I was having, as a pastor, I was having a very challenging week. I mean, only a pastor could understand the challenges in which I was uh, facing. Uh, as the week progressed, I thought I couldn't take it, anything else. I mean, I become, it seemed, overwhelmed, and the more challenges came my way to the point of exhaustion, and I want to encourage you as uh, God's people, if you're listening, and others, that during this whole process, you're going to have to step away every once in a while, and you're going to need to take what I call mental health breaks, because if you watch the news 
and that thing's drip, drip, drip information all the time, you are going to drive yourself crazy. And so you're going to have to sometimes turn off Facebook, not now, do that later. Get off of Facebook, get off of, you know, CNN and NBC and all those drip, drip, drip news uh, cast and get you a cup of coffee like I like to do. Go out on the back deck of the front porch or take a walk and take a mental health break. If not, you're going to drive yourself crazy, me crazy, and everybody else, your spouse crazy. But anyway, I was having one of these weeks, and I'm telling you, I didn't think I could take anything else. Do you ever feel like that? I feel like it was about all I could take. And I didn't think I could take any more. I was dealing with a, a casework at the hospital to resolve an issue. And as I stepped away, there was a, a man over at the hospital, and his name is Gaston. And you, you go in the door, he's right there, and he's a, a pastor as well. He's just a good old fella. I like Gaston's my friend. He's my buddy, and we like to talk every time we go in the hospital. But he just had started out with the job of being a chaplain there in the hospital. And I just kind of spoke to him as the other chaplain walked away. And I said, buddy, I said, I've had a rough week. I said, it's been hard. It's been rough. And I'll never forget what he told me. In fact, that's where this sermon came from. He looked at me uh, and he just, uh, in his own way, said these words, you've got to be strong. You've got to be strong. And that's what I want to encourage you on uh, today is through, through this process, folks, listen to me. You're going to have to be strong. This is going to get diff more difficult before it's going to get worse for it gets better. Not being a pessimist, being a realist. And if you think things are bad now, you're going to have a very difficult time when things get a little worse before they get better. So I want to prepare you for that. I want to tell you everything's peaches and cream and pie in the sky by and by, but that's not the truth. But God's going to take care of us, and if it gets a little uh, harder, we're going to trust him. He's going to give mercy and grace, and he's going to be there for us. And so I want to encourage you out there, listen, you got to be strong. You're going to have to find deep down in yourself, Oh, amen down in the comments. <laughs> Listen, you're going to have to, you say, I'm weak emotionally, physically, spiritually. I'm here to tell you, you're going to have to be strong. You're going to have to muster up inside of you the strength only the Lord can give. And guess what? Where does that strength come from? Nehemiah told us that the joy of the Lord is our strength. We need that deep down joy knowing that everything's going to be all right. And so you still should have a smile on your face, right? And uh, we ought to laugh together and have good times together because it will ease the burden of the day in which we live. And so that's what Haggai, through the Lord, was encouraging the people that they did not need to be uh, discouraged. All right, so we need to be we need to be strong. What happened was is they had uh, they had Solomon's temple, and then they went off to seventy years of Babylonian captivity, and then they came back and they started rebuilding the new temple, which is the second temple. We could say today they say they was building a church, right? And they found out that church was not in the scale, nor size, nor the splendor of the first temple, which was Solomon's temple and all its glory and magnificence. 
and they looked at the footer and they looked at the plan and the they looked at the architectural drawing and as that thing started formulating and coming together they thought to themselves that this thing is nowhere close to being nowhere close to being uh, Solomon's temple. This is not even in scale or comparison or size, and they become discouraged. You compare yourself to other people and the things that they have or the health that they have and the material possessions that they have. I guarantee you one thing, you're going to get discouraged real quick. And so discouragement is going to rob us of that joy, and that's what was happening in this uh, situation here is they were greatly uh, discouraged. All right, they were disappointed, first of all. Were you disappointed today you didn't get to go to church? I was disappointed, but then again, I'm encouraged that we have other abilities to be on uh, Facebook Live and those type of things. So we're going to be disappointed at times. Uh, we're going to be discouraged at times as they sing that. And they were completely, totally defeated. And speaking of being defeated, you know, that's what fear does. We've told people, well, don't be fearful. Don't be afraid. But what does fear do? Fear paralyzes you. It paralyzes me. And so we, we need to continue doing what we know is right and what we can do to serve the Lord in a special way. And if we're fearful and if we're afraid, you know what we're going to do? We're not going to do anything. We're just going to be paralyzed completely by fear, and we're going to be afraid to move. Now, we don't need to be in that, uh, be afraid. We need to continue as much as we can on our daily activities while exercising, what, social distancing and that type of thing. But we need to, uh, we still need to, I know many people still have to go to work. I still have to pastor. Uh, and and work my bus driving job tomorrow. I'm going to go in. I could be fearful, but I'm going to jump right in there and distribute those meals to the kids. Uh, stay on your regular uh, schedule, but be mindful of these things and these changes that we need to make in order not to spread the virus. But we don't need to live in fear. We still need to pray. We still need to read our Bibles. We still need to listen to live streams and uh, in substitution for going to physical church. We need to uh, lift up one another, still help one another. We still need to be giving. All right. We still need to be uh, uh, helping one another, encouraging one another, and all these things. And by continuing on, that shows that we're not afraid. Now, if you coop yourself up in your house and just stay on social media all the time and tell everybody, don't be afraid, then that's not really, uh, you know, showing that you're not fearful. But you need to go out, continue to as much as you can. Or we can't say, you know, our lives have been disrupted. You go to the gro you say, well, I go to the grocery store. That's my usual. Well, you're going to be disrupted by crowds and things taken off the shelves and all those things. And so they were uh, defeated. Let's not be defeated. The Bible says in Second Corinthians four sixteen, for which cause we faint not, but though our outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. And the Bible says also that it says Galatians 6, 9, and let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint 
not. So let's go back to our outline. And I want to give you three things very quickly that the Lord gave to the, or Haggai gave to them so that they would not be discouraged. Now, what he tells them is, and church, here's what you need to do. You need to be strong. All right. So when you feel weak and when you feel like you can't do anything else and you feel like I've done all, I'm zapped. I'm just completely exhausted. I have to admit tonight, I'm a little exhausted from these uh, live streams and there's a lot that goes into them, but Hey, I'm going to be strong. I could have said, well, I'm not going to do this, but I want to minister to you and help you and show you that there is hope. There is encouragement out there. So there's a couple things here that the, that the Lord said, number one, as you see there, uh, point number one, as he says in verse four, yet now be strong, O Zerubbabel, uh, saith the Lord, and be strong, O Joshua, son of Josedek, the high priest, be strong, all ye people of the land, saith the Lord, and work. See, we need to continue on what we're doing. Now, here's the things that he said. First of all, he said, for I'm with you. Aren't you thankful that the Bible still says I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. Let's think about that verse for just a minute. Let's let's slow the tone down just a little bit and let me talk to you about that here just just a minute. Now when it comes to when it comes to this being uh that he has his presence. Okay, let's talk about that a little bit. I want you to think about those who have been infected with the COVID-19 virus. I want you to think about those for a minute. And the isolation that they're in right now. I want you to think about think about those who are in the ICUs, the hospitals, the nurses, the doctors, the, the uh, workers in the hospitals working overtime right now over this and i thought about this one aspect of how lonely they must feel being isolated in the hospital you know there's the possibility i don't like to think about it but there's a possibility i could contract covid-19 there is a possibility my family could contract this we don't like to think about it uh god forbid right but if we did and we were in isolation we would be what? We would be physically, uh, socially alone. We would be alone. I want you to think about those people, especially those people that might not know Christ, and, and they're lonely uh, in those hospital rooms, in those ICUs. That could be me, and that could be you, but I'm telling you what, we're never alone. Never alone because God told me and God told you he will never Leave thee nor forsake thee. He'll be with you every step of the way, COVID-19 or not. And he'll be with you there. And I know many would be very discouraged by being isolated and so forth. So his presence should reinforce this strength. Next, his promises. His promises. He says, saith the Lord, and work for I am the I am with you, saith the Lord of hosts, according to the word that I coveted with you when ye came out of Egypt. So listen, God promised, look at all the Bible and think about all the promises God's given us. He'll never leave us nor forsake us. He's going to take care of us. He's going to feed us. He's going to watch over us. 
And God's still going to do that. So we're going to have to at times cling upon those uh, promises of the Lord. And we're going to have to really say, Lord, I need you. Lord, I need you to just be there for me, watch over me in a special way. And you may not even have your Bible with you. There may be situations and times you, you don't have a Bible, but if you studied it like you're supposed to, right, and you've read it like you're supposed to, then you have the Word of God with you because the Word of God lives within your heart. And they may take our Bibles away, but they'll never take Jesus out of my heart. They'll never take the Word of God out of my heart because we should memorize scriptures and know scriptures and concepts and passages and books and so forth that we can claim those promises. Now, we talk about those claiming promises, and we teach about claiming promises, but when you're going through a hard time, like, for example, for me right now, the old hymns, for example, like in times like these, or uh, God cares for you, these old hymns have been bringing me comfort the last couple days. And I think about those, like an old hymn says, God will take care of you and he will take care of you and he'll take care of me. Then we think about in times like these, we need a savior in times like these, we need an anchor. Hey, we need that shore anchor that holds uh, though the storms may come that that anchor is strong. That anchor is secure because the anchor is Jesus Christ. Now, the last thing I want to share with you, kind of summarize this, is it says in verse number six, I really like this one. I'm going to switch over to my GoPro again. Try to give you different camera, camera angles. I'm producer. Well, my wife's the producer. I'm director, newscaster, uh, switch man, and everything else. I'm over lighting, boom arms. <laughs> but listen to this. This is, this is great here. I'm going to adjust this just a tad. All right. So what I want to share with you is the last thing that we'll see. Uh, right quick, I'll show you on the outline. Number three, if you see there, his power and prophecy retain this strength. So let me read verse number six. He says, For thus saith the Lord of hosts, yet once it is a little while, and I will shake the heavens, shake the heavens, and the earth and the sea and the dry land. And I will shake all nations, and the desire of all nations shall come, and I will fill this house with glory, saith the Lord of hosts. Listen, the silver is mine, and the gold is mine, saith the Lord of hosts. The glory of this latter house shall be greater than the former, saith the Lord of hosts. And in this place will I give peace, saith the Lord of hosts. What is being said there? Listen, God is shaking people up in a, in a way today, but I'm telling you, God, one of these old days, when he comes back in the way of the raptures, we've been talking about on Sunday morning, church, in the book of the Revelation, in chapter 4, I'm going to tell you one thing. If the world thinks things are shook up now, they ought to just wait, because I'm telling you, this world is going to be shaken one day when Christ comes back in the way of the rapture. 
You think things are rough now? You haven't seen anything yet. If you think pestilences are bad and diseases are bad right now and COVID-19's bad, you've not seen anything yet. But one of these days, child of God, if you're saved, you're going to be called up in the rapture. And we're going to get out of here, and God's going to pour out his unbelieving uh, his wrath on an unbelieving world for seven years in the tribulation period. And thank God I won't be there. And if you're saved, you'll be in heaven. But at the end of all that, you know what's going to happen? When, when the, the heavens are dark, when, listen, the moon is dark and the stars are darkened and the sun's darkened. And in that pitch darkness, there will come a light that is totally the brightest light that will pierce that darkness out of there. And I'm telling you, Revelation chapter number 19, the Lord Jesus is coming back. Can I get an amen right there? He's coming back one of these days in the second coming, and he's going to destroy the enemy. And there's not going to be any more pestilence. There's not going to be any more diseases. There's not going to be any, any more death or sickness or suffering. There's not going to be any of that anymore because he's going to come back and he's going to crush the enemy that that gathers together all the God-haters and the wicked people of the world there in Armageddon, and they're going to gather together, try to fight Christ. And you know what? He's going to destroy and eliminate and totally eradicate them from the face of the earth. Because I'm telling you, things are bad now, but thank God there's a hope of heaven one day. We're getting out of here, folks. We ought to look up for our redemption draweth nigh. We're getting out of here, and we don't have to be all discouraged and defeated we can be encouraged today that god is going to take care of you and god's going to take care of me well that felt good right there i'm telling you one thing that's some good preaching i don't care who you are i guess it's okay to enjoy your own preaching on here i'm about to have a have a fit but boy let me tell you we got to be strong church so tomorrow when you get that news or any news that may come Listen, you be strong. You muster up inside of you, and you may feel physically weak, but you you remember what God told Zerubbabel and told Joshua and told Haggai. You folks, you be strong. And we may need to remind each other when we're weak during this hard, difficult crisis, we need to remind each other to be strong. And that strength comes from the Lord, and we need to remember that the joy of the Lord the joy of the Lord is our strength. That's what we draw our strength from right there. The joy of the Lord is our strength. So you ought to still have a smile on your face. You ought to have a joy in your heart. Hey, this world's discouraged. This world's defeated. This world's depressed. But the child of God ought to get excited, church. Get excited about what's transpiring because it will not be long before we all get out of here. And I trust tonight... If you're here, listen, you're listening to this, you're listening to this live stream. Let me talk to you a minute. You're on this live stream and you may be wondering about what does this all mean? Does it, does people have asked me as a preacher, does this have anything to do, this COVID-19 virus have anything to do with prophecy 
The answer to that is absolutely it does. Yes, it does. The Bible tells us in the last days, Matthew chapter number 24, that there's going to be pestilence and, and diseases of all kinds, new strands and strains of viruses that and things that's never been seen before. So, folks, we're there. And that's referring to the Lord Jesus' second coming. So if you're out there listening Facebook, you're listening on YouTube later, you're watching the DVD that we're going to produce from this, and you're listening to it after it's already been made live, and you say, well, I'm preacher, I'm not saved. Now, I'm telling you right now, if this does not wake you up the way this is, the world is going right now, as bad as things are getting, and it doesn't wake you up, I'm not sure what will wake you up. But you remember this preacher told you from the Word of God and not his opinion that, listen, the Bible says this, for there is none righteous, no, not one. The Bible tells us, that the, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. The Bible says, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And the Bible says, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. And so you just remember that you can call on Christ to forgive you of your sins and to be washed you in the blood and forgive you. And you can be saved no matter where you are, and you can pray, and you can, the best way you know how, tell the Lord that you want to be saved, that God's got your attention when it comes to this disease and virus, and God's got your attention when it comes to the things of the world, and you believe the Bible, and that you believe the gospel, uh, and believe Him. All you got to do to be saved is just realize you're a sinner, for all sin comes short of the glory of God. That's what the Word of God says. If we sin, um, you know, we have an advocate with the Father and so forth. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, thou shalt be saved. So you just accept you're a sinner. Number two, you believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. Number three, you confess your sins. The Bible says if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So we have that wonderful ability to be saved. And so at this time, I just want to pray with you. And I want to pray for those who may be listening that are not saved. And then we'll come back and then I will take your requests from the comments. And then I'll take your questions, uh, perhaps your questions and comments uh, after that. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, my prayer now is for anyone listening that may not know you as Savior. Lord, we pray for them that they'll be saved for its everlasting eternity too late. May you wake them up. May you show them that they need to be saved. And Lord, only you can do that. I'm glad you woke me up one day and showed me my desperate need for Christ. We'll thank you and praise you for all you do. We ask it done in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right, I'm going to switch gears here just a little bit. All right. And I think I'll go to my <clears throat> GoPro camera. Seems to have a better lighting to it. And I'm going to look over here to see about... I'm going to look back through your comments and see concerning, I'll give you a little shout out. Okay. All right. So we got, yeah, Chris and all right. Yeah. And got, got a friend to Linda. That's great. And then you may be listening uh, through what they call a watch party. I can't see your comments, but if you have a prayer request, the Lord knows all about it. All right. Got Guy Hilton on here and Kathy 
and uh, Chris and Linda. Uh, someday, someday, will have to show me how to uh, comment right on a comment. Okay, like or a thumbs up. Yep. And then Maxine uh, Hall is here. Thank you for being with us. And uh, Chris and Joe and William and Sally's here. Langford and uh, John Milligan. All right. Yeah, that's right. I'm weak, but he is strong. Hey, that's good. Tanya's here. Colton and I are watching. Very good. Melissa Campbell's here. Let's see. uh, uh, Sherry and all right. Looking on down. Kenneth Hilton's here. All right. And let's see who else. Carrie. All right. Cloris. There's Cloris. Very good. And probably Ralph, too. Very good. All right. Okay. Brenda Mays. All right. Thank you, Pastor. Good message. Amen. All right. Looking ahead here. Uh, yeah. Carrie says, awesome job. Yeah, I'm on fire tonight. I'm doing got fired up. So if you do you have prayer requests you'd like to enter, I'm watching the comments right now. And I will take your request and then we will go to the Lord in prayer about those. I do want you to be in prayer for Deborah Poe. She had surgery on uh, her esophagus and is in Roanoke hospital and she is isolated now and we're not able to visit her. And also I've seen Evelyn Duncan's son is having uh, surgery at UVA, I believe a, a kidney transplant. I've seen that on Facebook. So we need to be in prayer for this, but do you have requests that you'd like to mention? Do you see any Leanna? Oh, very, very, very beginning. Okay. I, I don't know how, um, far and go back there you might have to shout out some of them to me because it it let me go back so far yeah and something else uh while we're on here too uh yeah have nathaniel over here where's ella they can come over here with me you know come over here buddy and be on facebook live where the people can see you and come up here and help me help daddy look come over here maybe get ella too he's tired it's about his bedtime let's see if we can get ellen here too all right, so do you have any more uh, requests? I'm scrolling down, scrolling down. Oh, here we go. We're getting some now. Uh, yes, pray for the Hopkins family. I spoke to Mary earlier. Uh, pray for um, Brother Jerry Hillen. Mary's going to be working from home. Um, oh, there's Tim. Hey, Tim. And so pray for uh, Dove and and uh, pray. do pray for them. I spoke to Mary earlier. She's As I said, she's going to be working from home and uh, for a while. And then also... Let's see. Um, yeah, they closed off to all visitors at the Martinsville Hospital. So we need to pray about this situation. All right, and let's pray for uh, Chris. Let's pray for my mom and our families. Uh, we'll do that. Pray for your family. And then Sally says, just keep us in your prayers. Hopefully he'll get you know, talking to, um, about Edward. Hopefully he'll get to go back to work this week. All right, and yes, uh, Tim, and we've got everything squared away with Linda, too, coordinating everything. Uh, pray for Linda's surgery tomorrow. Linda Butler is having gallbladder surgery at Sova Health Martinsville tomorrow, despite everything else going on. All right. And uh, Cloris says, pray for our another daughter of ours. She is having a health issue. Yes. Um, and Joe said, come here, Ella. Come here. You can come up here with me. You can help me. You can sit right here with Daddy. Ooh. Okay. You can help me. I'm reading these comments down here. We're going we're gonna to pray for them. You can wave. They're right there if you wave at them. You see Ella? All right. Bring Ella over here. And then we got, um, yeah, Keith, Keith and Becky Light. Pray for them. And then Cloris, uh, of course, we need to pray for Ralph's 
um, uh, daughter. Yeah, pray for her. And uh, somebody, my mind just went blank. Regina Stone, that's it. Regina Stone. Uh, and then uh, Guy Hilton says, continue to pray for my family and that you can continue moving ahead on these services. Yeah, as long as we got a good internet connection, we'll be good to go there. And uh, it says, thank you so much, Pastor. I appreciate you. Thank you, Tim. And the church's support means so much during this time. Oh, Tanya, look, Tanya Hopkins says, uh, hi, Ella. You can wave at her. You want to come over here, boy? All right, and pray for people in health facilities. And Raymond says, also pray Oh, yeah, pray for your mom for peace during this hard time. And then good to see you, Raymond. And, yeah, pray for the pastor. And you're getting a lot of haze, Joe and uh, Chris and Carrie. And and uh, Corey says, pray for my girls. They are worried about me heading out this week and nervous. So let's let's pray about that. All right, buddy, come up here. They want to see you, too. We got some comments coming in, some prayer requests. Oop, you can even speak in the microphone if you want to. Oh, I hope his seat holds us. Oh, because I'm most of the weight. <laughs> Y'all want to say hey? So you got big old Mike in your face. You want to say hey, Ella? Come on, say something. <laughs> Don't be shy. Look, you can't be shy and be on Facebook live, right? You want to say something, buddy? Say hey. 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 <laughs> All right. So they, just uh, some were asking about the family. They're doing well. You want to come over here, Kaylee? You want to wave at them? Kaylee, you can come. It's a GoPro, so you can just... Stick on in there, and you can see yourself right there. I don't know. You might have to get a little closer. Let's see. Well, actually, 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 let me bring this up. They probably can see. Yeah, they can see you. <laughs> yeah, there you are. I was looking at the wrong screen. That way you know That way you know everybody's okay, because I've had several people ask me about how how's the family. So we're all doing well. We've been... We've been playing uh, Monopoly some, which has been really fun. Uh, we've got to spend some uh, family time together. Uh, that That's probably not good for our blood pressure, that uh, monopoly, because uh, we pretty competitive, and it got kind of heated there for a little bit. So if y'all hear some arguing or something, then you know we're just playing monopoly. Everything's okay. We take that thing seriously. All right, so yeah, even uh, Raymond saying, hey, Kaylee, and and it's a little delayed, so you, there'll more be coming in here in a minute. Yeah, there they are. And uh, so anyway... We're going to uh, pray together. So little boy here and the three kids, and we're going to pray for all these many requests. All right, let's pray together. Heavenly Father, Lord, thank for this day you've given to us, and we bring all these many requests to you. And Lord, we just pray you answer them according to your precious will. Many are hurting now. Many are going through hard times. But Lord, we ask you to be with each and every one of us. And Lord, bind us together in Christian love as only you can. Bring us together. Lord, we know that you'll bring us through all of this because we're in it together. We support one another, love one another. We're there for one another. And, Lord, we know you're there for us as well. as makes it so important. We just pray, continue to pray for all those in leadership, pray for our church. And, Lord, just pray for those many requests made up to you. You'll answer them according to your precious will. And we ask it done in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right, with that being said, I'm going to let the kids get um, situated. So you want to tell them bye? Yeah, tell them bye right here. Look, <laughs> you see yourself there. But there you go. All right, we'll take some of this weight off his chair. Might, they might put us on uh, America's Funniest Home Videos or something. All right, I'm going to stick around just a couple more minutes. Yeah, they're Ella giving the peace sign there. That's okay. So do you have any questions? If you have questions, be sure to put them in the comments. I'm going to stick around if you would just like to ask about it may be technology. You may have a question about getting signed up on a particular 
uh, item, I do want you to encourage you to go on the website and get signed up for the newsletter, which is the mass email that's through MailChimp. So go on the website, sign up for that. Uh, and then you want to, uh, you know, be involved in these, these uh, live streams that I'll be putting out. I'll put some more out later and distributing those. And then just be a help and a volunteer for the church. Remember to continue to give. You know, the Bible says to um, ask, okay, and it shall be given. So I'm going to ask <laughs> that you continue uh, to be able uh, to give. And, and I know the people will. We had someone uh, sent their ties in. Uh, sent the tithe in this past week. So I guess they anticipated they had wisdom, insight. So that was uh, wonderful. Yeah, I'll take a couple questions. Yeah, pray for uh, Linda having a gallbladder surgery tomorrow. And then Cloris says, this is helping me to get from being discouraged. Very good. I'm glad you are encouraged by it. And then Ray Surratt's asking, what kind of mic are you using, Pastor? This is a Rode Procaster mic. And I love this thing. I mean, it's awesome. I got my windscreen. That's what this little fuzzy thing is. I got my shock mount, boom arm that's connected, uh, XLR cable to a uh, cloud lifter over here that increases the volume. And then it goes into a, I know you can't see that, but it goes over here onto, what is that? A uh, audio interface. And then the audio interface goes into the, um, goes into the uh, computer, USB, if that makes any sense. Uh, Sally says, I uh, just want to thank you for your time and effort. It certainly helps us to not be as discouraged during this time. Yes, it's a good way for us to get together and learn some new technology that I believe when we get back and everything gets better, it will be a big help to all of us and we can embrace the technology as I've been encouraging since I came to the church because it's going to save us. The online giving the live services, all those things are going to really save us through this time. I've watched a lot of pastors. They've been scrambling because they wasn't prepared technology wise. And I'm helping them the best I can with that. So be glad your pastor's um, <laughs> a nerd, right? All right. So Tim says, I have several technical questions, pastor. Maybe we can talk when you get a few minutes. I'd love to, uh, you can stick around on here. And then I uh, see Tanya's picking on Raymond. I love to see y'all two pick on one another. And then Chris, uh, Chris is one uh, hot one after that sermon. Okay. And then uh, Melissa Campbell says, I need to talk to you privately after the service. Sure. Be glad to. Uh, Tim. Oh, yeah. Don't. That's right. That's right. Tim, we're talking about these stimulus checks. Let's see if I got any. Is anybody still on this thing? <laughs> All right. Leanna says, I guess still got 26 people on here. So. Let me give you something to think about on oh, 23 on the website. So I'm going to say this. Now, let me give you a thought here. Let me tell you how the Lord works. And you may not see it this way, but I'm going to go ahead and tell you this. Listen, we're going to be getting these stimulus checks from the government, right? Uh, I have three kids, so we should do pretty good to you know put it out there with the economy. But listen, don't forget to tithe off of that. Now, listen, if you... If you tithe, if everybody in the church tithed off that stimulus government check, that would would that not tide us over and possibly give us a boost uh, through this whole process that we would come back to church when this pro, when this whole this whole crisis is um, 
is over, we're going to be doing all right. I just want you to think about that. Tim says we need to tithe. And uh, I threw that out there the other night in a revival. I'll probably never be invited back. But it was just just a thought. Just a thought, right? And so that's just the way I think. And the Bible says ask. And Brian Tracy says the future belongs to those who ask. So I'm going to just throw that out there. Sure won't hurt anything. You may see it another way. I know some people say, well, that's my money and this, that, and the other. But you better be thankful you're getting it. Because most people, you know what they're going to do? They're going to blow it. They're going to blow every bit of it. And they, they're going to spend it all in one set like they do their taxes. And, and, and they're going to be broke as a joke. All right? And then, so don't forget the church before you go broke. Uh, we will uh, miss you, too. You've been a blessing, Pastor uh, you've been a blessing to Pastor Shot TechWise. So thankful, yes. All right, and so we're here, and then amen to that. Well, I'll give you a few more minutes if, okay. And then Raymond said that was a great message. A great message is that revival. Yeah, thank you, Raymond. I appreciate you going with me. We practiced social distancing, and we uh, washed our hands and used uh, hand sanitizer. All right. He says, uh, yep, that's a good deal if we get those uh those checks yeah you're good you're gonna get one i guarantee you you're gonna get one uh they're coming it's just a matter of when that's the question and you can utilize you know the online given platform uh, i'll be happy to stick around and show you how to do that but uh yeah it's that's right brother guy it's god's money anyway better be glad you got it i mean really in all seriousness think about it would it's the solution it's the solution for churches that are going through this hard time. If everybody in the church, we're going to be missing a couple Sundays, might be more than that. But if the people in the church who got these checks would just go ahead and tithe off of them, then there's no reason to worry. There's not going to be any reason to worry about the finances of the church uh, because that's going to be a little boost. And then we don't even have to, uh, you know, worry about it. Okay that it'll just take care of itself and tie us right on through. And here's what I like about it. The government paid for it. How do you like it? Okay. Yeah, then Raymond says the power of the Internet has been uh, great during this time. Okay. So I think what I may do, Tim, Raymond, anyone else listening, I'm going to end this stream, and then I can come back on another stream on my supplemental seminary page. Also, I want to encourage you to go on our... Uh, my podcast, and you can find it on the uh, church podcast as well. And listen to the interview that I had with uh, Life FM with Sam Jones concerning navigating these times from a pastor's perspective. So if you get a chance, listen to that interview. It's on the podcast. And what I like too is they said that my microphone and set up here sounded like I was right in the radio studio. So I really like that too. But for right now, I'm going to sign off here. We love you guys. We appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for your support. Let's continue to get the gospel out. Let's continue to press forward. Let's work. Let's be encouraged. Let's be strong. And just wanted to uh, let you know uh, that we uh, love you and appreciate you, that we're here for you. If you need us, uh, just just be sure to um, give us a call and or a text. It may take a while for me to get back to you because of the uh, getting so many calls, but uh, be sure to get with me and to uh, talk. And uh, we just thank you so much for tuning in. This this has been fun. 
I want to say this before I go. I'm, you know, anything about me, I'm a good, I'm a big uh, Andy Griffith fan. In fact, I'm going to probably watch one here in a little bit, just, you know, just to go back to the simpler things of life. But you remember that episode when the guy came in and uh, what's funny about Andy Griffith episodes, I would encourage every preacher to watch them because it's so true when you're working with people there, you'll run into the same situations. You can basically every episode you can apply to something you'll face in the church. Just a little pro tip there. But you remember that fellow that came in and his car broke down and it was Sunday and you know, they couldn't get uh, his car fixed cause it was Sunday cause Wally wasn't at work. And, and then they want him to stay on and not be in such a hurry and the slower things of life. And, Remember, Opie wanted him to stay. And why do you want him to stay? Because he said that he would probably have to sleep on the uh, ironing board. And Opie was kind of, you know, encouraged by that, that he said, I'll just have to sleep on the ironing board. And so I don't mind sleeping on the ironing board. But anyway, God bless you. And we're going to sign off of here. And uh, Tim... And Raymond, join me over on Supplemental Seminary, and we'll have a discussion. Tech, we'll have some tech talk. How about that? So join me over here in a minute. For everybody else, God bless you, and good night.